One of the biggest challenges that my clients struggled with at the start was that they just didn't feel motivated. What I have since learned is that almost all direct sellers try to motivate themselves with money. When I do this, I'll make $200 a month. But there's a huge problem with this. 85% of direct sellers are not motivated by money. If motivation has been a struggle for you, then you'll want to attend Money Doesn't Motivate Me webinar. It's happening Wednesday, November 17th of 2021 at 7 p.m. Central. It's totally free and we'll cover how I learned of this motivation mismatch, why using the wrong motivator doesn't work, and how to find your primary and secondary motivators. Just go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com forward slash motivation to reserve your spot in the webinar. And yes, it will be recorded, but only those who are registered will get the recording link. Again, the link is badassdirectsalesmastery.com forward slash motivation. Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I am your host, Jenny Bellinger, your direct sales dom, helping you whip your business into shape. And today I have Dr. Tony Alessandra here with me today to share with you a little bit about the DISC personality assessment. So Dr. Tony, welcome to the show. My pleasure, Jenny. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I am super excited because I've actually been um, offering the DISC assessment through my coaching practice for four years now, I think. And, Excellent. and I absolutely love it. And obviously, as a coach, I understand how it's helpful. Um, but can you start by giving our audience a little bit of uh, a history of the DISC and how you came to be a fan of the DISC personality assessment and, and how it helps in the world of sales? Absolutely. Well, I actually got started in 1974. Wow, that's a long time ago. So I was at Georgia State University. I was getting my PhD in marketing. My doctoral dissertation chairman was a, a gentleman named Dr. David Schwartz, who was the author of a multi-million best-selling book called The Magic of Thinking Big. Hmm. So my dissertation was titled, I'll see if I can remember this after so many years, Buyer-Seller Similarity. It was based on buyer-seller similarity. And I was looking at demographics, you know, would a male be more prone to buy from a male, female from female, age range, stuff like that. But as I was doing my research, I came across this whole concept of similarity theory, and it went beyond just demographics. It went into what they call psychographics and personality, and that's what hooked me. I was just taken with it. 
I ran across all the models, everything from uh, Carl Jung and his behavioral model. I mean, I took it all the way back to Hippocrates. Wow. Uh, I mean, it really goes way back, uh, you know, B.C. But and then there was DISC and there were social styles. So anyway, I went back to uh, Dr. David Schwartz and I said, you know, Dr. Schwartz, I want to change the nature of my dissertation from demographics to psychographic similarity. He said, absolutely not. Do what has been approved. And when you get out of here with your PhD, then do what you want to do, which is really what I did. I, I in 74, developed an assessment from 74 through 96. It was all paper-based. Mm -hmm. 96, I put it online, mostly to sell a book of mine called The Platinum Rule. Platinum Rule, just so everybody knows, is do unto others as they would have you do unto them. So you basically treated people the way they want and need to be treated, as opposed to the way you want to be treated. In nine, so I put it online from 96 to 2000. I had, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people taking the assessment for free, for free. And it, it, you know, after a while, this blinding flash of obvious, you know, they call it a BFO, a blinding flash of obvious hit me that, hey, this could be a business. So in 2000, I found a consultant, a programmer, and hired him to actually create an assessment platform mm. of which DISC was a primary uh, factor. Here we are over 20 years later, and that 23-year-old consultant is now my CEO of the company. He is that good. Yeah, Brandon Parker, really, really great, incredible growth. And you know, it's interesting. He, he wasn't what you would call the classic IT person. I mean, he built the initial system. But when he got his degree at college, it was a degree in communication skills. So he, he has a great communicator. He's great with people. Just fantastic. So anyway, that's what got me into DISC. I was very intrigued with it. I was very captivated by it. Now, keep in mind that I was, uh, when I got my PhD, I'd moved to San Diego. I was a college prof at the University of San Diego. But then I struck out on my own in, in January of 1979 to be a full-time professional speaker. My career took off. I was doing an average of about 100 paid speeches a year. Did that from 79 all the way through probably 2014 or so. And uh, that's when I decided, you know what? I'm kind of burning out on speaking. Actually, not on speaking, but on traveling. Yeah. I have 12.5 million frequent flyer miles on American, 12.5 million. It just was so much travel. And of, of course, you know, now today, since 9-11, travel is really mm. a burden. Prior to that, it was pretty simple. But, you know, now it's it's really, really a burden. And of course, now with COVID added right. onto it, forget about right. it, you know? Oh, oh there, and there's the New Yorker it's, coming out and, you know, I hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... I uh, I, I decided to really do less on my speaking career and do a lot more on the 
the assessment business. I actually lucked out because my first customer in the assessment business was somebody you may have heard of, a gentleman named Dr. Ken Blanchard, the author of The One Minute Manager, among many other things. And that really was such a big thing for us, not only because of the volume of his business, but also the credibility of his name. Yeah. And over the years, we have just grown like crazy. So here we are today. That's sort of the history of DISC. DISC has been around a long time. DISC is, let's say it is a general market. There's not one company that can claim we are DISC. There is one company. It's a publishing company called Wiley. I think it's John Wiley and Sons, but they just call themselves Wiley, who bought the company that was originally the company that started DISC, but they only own a capital D, lowercase i, capital S, capital C. Uh-huh. But there's, there's other companies. I'd say there's probably a dozen sizable companies that offer the DISC assessment. We're one of those. So that's sort of the history of DISC. So you can get DISC not only through us, which is assessments 24-7, but also from other companies. Now, now, why us? We have the original DISC questionnaire. Mm. We have an incredible percentage of validity in our assessment. We, we use outside an outside statistics company that does our validity. And also, we are more of... See, our company was started based on sales and marketing. That's my background, marketing and sales. My PhD is in marketing. I taught sales at the university level for over eight years. I worked my way through college as a door-to-door salesperson for three years to pay my tuition. So my background is sales and marketing and customer service. So when I started my company, as opposed to other companies that were more IT-based, so many of my competitors are IT-based. My company is marketing-based, so we excel in terms of customer support and in terms of my employees. I told them, you can say yes to anything, but if you have to say no to somebody, you got to get permission. Just the opposite of what most companies exactly. have, right? Exactly. I love it. Yeah. And, and I've got to say, you know, and I don't even know if you know this, but I am a customer or one of the people who uses assessments 24-7. I and love it. I, I've been using it for four years. That's how I've been offering DISC to my customers, to my my coaching clients for four years now is, is through that platform. Now, I do have a really... <laughs> let's dig into some of the DISC personalities a little bit. Because when you were Perfect. telling me... Okay, when you were telling me that Wiley has the trademark on the capital D, lowercase i, capital S, capital C, because I've seen it spelled that way online and I and right. I always wondered about that. So that makes sense. But as a high I myself, that really kind of torques me off that they made me little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Is that unbelievable? Yes. That that tells me that they don't understand how disc works. If yeah. they can't it even sh- identify that the lowercase D capital I. Big I bold. Yes. Bold. It red. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Purple for me. <laughs> Yes, yes. The, the, the D's can stay red because you know what? I, I think that makes a lot of sense because they are, they are, you know, that, that red is like the perfect yeah, color yeah. for D, let me tell you. But 
but yeah, that that shows me that that they don't necessarily understand how the whole process works and and their personality types right there. Because I'm like, is it you know the D's would want to be capitalized, the I's want to be capitalized, the S's and C's eh, maybe no, it it depends, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's really interesting. So let's define for the people. So my my audience may have heard of DISC. They may have heard me refer to high I, high D in other interviews where I've talked about some of personality stuff, but we've never really dug into what those four personality traits are. So can you share with everybody, let's let's go down the line, a high D, what is that personality type like? Yeah, so a high D uh, is what we call dominance, right? So that sort of describes a dominance, a driver, you know, a director. Their key desire is for results, bottom line, their motto, I want it done right, I want it done now, or better yet, I want it done yesterday. Because they're in a hurry for everything. They are incredibly impatient people because they just want it right away. Now, now. And they, they are not the best listeners, you know, so let me repeat that for them. They are not the best listeners, <laughs> but but they do. They they are high achievers. There's no question about it because they work hard. They're focused. They're driven, and they could be charming. You know, the thing is, they could be very charming and outgoing. Maybe even showing some high eye outgoing capabilities, but only to accomplish goals. Whether it's you know, like let's say in a networking or an initial meeting with a client, they can come across as uh, you know, I'm listening. I'm interested, but again, it's for that particular, that's their adaptability, but they, they go back to the mm-hmm. D. So that's a D style. And again, th- there's incredible positives to that style, and there are some weaknesses to that style. And I will say that there are positives and weaknesses to all styles, D-I-S-N-C. So that's the D. How about the I, which is, as you got it, your style, the I's they're interactive, they're more socializing, they are just really outgoing people. Their key desire is for fun, excitement, applause, visibility, recognition. And as a result, they talk a lot about their favorite subject themselves. Yeah. Right. Generally speaking, the eyes are generally speaking because they have the gift of gab, the power of persuasion, the ability to get other people more excited about their ideas than even they are themselves. Mm. They're like verbal pipe pipers. Problem area, they do tend to exaggerate at times because they round no. up a million no. times. <laughs> Truth. And also, they they sort of bite off more than they can chew. You know, there's a saying about the eyes when all is said and done, more is often said than done. Mm, I feel called out. <laughs> I feel called out. <laughs> yeah. So those are the eyes. And again, you know, incredibly persuasive people, great natural salespeople, but they have their weaknesses too. Now let's go to the S. The S, steady, relater, relater. There, there goes my New York relater. <laughs> You know, New Yorkers, whenever something it typically ends in an ER, we end it in an A, and things that end in an A, we end it in an ER, like mother, father, Philadelphia, you know, those kinds of things. But uh, let's talk about the the I's. 
uh, excuse me, the S's, which are the, which are the supportive, mm. relator, amiable. Their key desire is for close, personal, one-on-one relationships. These are the team players, the team builders, the glue that holds a team or a relationship together. Incredible listeners, very altruistic. They're out there for the benefit of everybody, but their feelings get hurt very easily and they don't always show it. They kind of hold it in. And after a while, if you hurt their feelings enough, especially in, in, let's say, marital relationships or partnership relationships or any kind of ongoing relationship, they hold in a lot of those little hurts. And then one day they add up all those little hurts into one big hurt and then explode. Mm. And you wonder, where did that come from? So anyway, that's, that's our S's. But again, great people to have on a team, sensitive people. And then let's talk a little bit about the C's. The C's, we call them the conscientious uh, style. They're more analytical, more of a thinking style. Their key desire is order, accuracy, precision, perfection. Their motto, everything in its place and a place for everything. Mm. Their patron saint, Spock from Star Trek, right? Yes. These are the great planners, problem solvers, great at creating systems. They're highly inventive, you know, but, but of all four styles, they, they, have, a, they have a problem of overthinking mm. things. They, get, they sometimes suffer from paralysis by analysis. Mm. So, you know, if you want something done right, you give it to a high C. But if you want it done on time, Think again, <laughs> because they do procrastinate. There's no question about it. They procrastinate until it is perfect. Mm-hmm. So those are the D's, I's, S's, and C's. And I need to clarify, sure. Jenny, that very few of us are pure, only D-I-S-C. Right. We have a combination. Think of it as, let's say that we take an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, mm-hmm. Okay. And we use four different crayons, the crayons being the colors for each of the styles, all right? So the the D is a a red and the I is a yellow, et cetera. And what we do is when somebody takes the assessment, what we can do, just we don't actually do this, but this may be a good visualization for people, is depending on what your dominant style is, that takes up most of the page, we color that color, and then your second style that takes up the second most and so on. So we have all four colors, but in various Mm. degrees. Now, Jenny, you may be a full total high. high. I'm not. I'm a high D and and an I. So I have a high D and a high I. I, And I kind of switch back and forth between Mm -hmm. the two. But there's no question when push comes to shove, my D dominates the I, S, or C by far. I have very little, certainly very little C. The only sense of organization for me, and I do like organization, but not because of just the fact I like organization. I don't like to look for things. I like to be able to know exactly where things are so I can do it quickly, all right? Don't let me search for something. I want to know where it is so that I can move on to my next thing. That's where the organization comes in for a D, not because we're naturally organized people, whereas the Cs, 
they do organization for organization's sake. So, and you know, I, t- I got to tell you, I have a soon-to-be two-year-old grandson. He's actually here today. We're babysitting with him. And, and I got to tell you, you can see this from, from early childhood. Really? Because this little, not even two-year-old, is, is a, has a definite strong C style because whenever he takes something out, he puts it, tries to put it back exactly where it was and, and how it was. So like he'll take a pencil and if he takes a pencil out of one of my drawers here or off my desk, he'll try to put it back where it was facing the same way. Nobody taught him this. This is just, I, I have, a five and a half year old grandson, and he has strong S tendencies mm. from childhood. He was playing, you know, in these little kids' soccer games, and, and you know, it's mixed gender. Yeah. So one of the girls, whatever it was, she she was upset with something and ran off the field crying, and he stopped playing, ran off the field to give her a Aww. hug. Now, how could that be taught? You know, it's just natural. Right. You know, and, and Jenny, you know, we all have our natural style. Mm-hmm. Yours is a natural I. Mine's a natural high D, D I. But we also have the ability to adapt, to change. There's where that platinum rule comes in. It's where when I'm with an S, I know I've got to tamp down my, my mm. D and, and listen a little bit more, slow down a little bit more. So that, that's the crucial thing, which kind of brings us. I know your audience is sales related. I am a strong believer that with DISC, what we need to do is adjust our selling style to match the customer's buying style. So if the customer is a D, I want to make sure that I get to the point quickly. I move quickly. I don't waste time. I give the bottom line. And when I'm with a C, I'm going to come prepared, possibly with data and documentation, if, if, if available. I'm not going to push them on a decision because they like to sleep on it. Whereas a D, I give them a couple of options. And hey, you make the decision, D. With the I, I want to make sure that as I'm presenting things, it's upbeat. It's, it's a fun. What makes it different, unique? Who else is using it that they might like? But I need to understand that I have a tendency to, to make decisions very quickly. They, they kind of leap before they look. So I need to make sure that if they make a quick decision, that I am reinforcing it so that they don't have buyer's remorse, mm. right? And with the S's, I want to build trust before I build business with them. I want to show them that I'm somebody that they can trust, that they can like, and that they they want to do business with. So, yeah, you know, so that, that's from a selling point of view. But even from a management point of view, I want to make sure that as I'm managing people, you know, we, we talk about fairness, we talk about equity, whatever, you know, whatever that means. Being fair doesn't mean treating everybody exactly the same way. It, it does not. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah, treating them appropriately. Jenny, I have four kids. I kid you not, I have, a, I have my own disc workshop here, my scientific workshop. You know where I'm going with this. I have a D and I and S and a C, four kids. And I will tell you, 
across the board, whether it came to report cards or trips or going to restaurants, you had to handle these kids different ways. Mm -hmm. With an I, if we're going to a restaurant, it doesn't matter. We're going out. Yay! With a D, I can't say where we're going. I have to give three options that I'm happy with and let them choose so they feel that they made the decision and so on. So the beauty of this, Jenny, is that it applies to sales. It makes us better salespeople. It makes us better managers. It helps build a a team cohesion. Because if I could know within my office, who's what style, what, what the do's and don'ts of communication would be, what their strengths and struggles may be, it, it makes our interaction so much more productive. And, and really, one, one other thing that I think is crucial is when it comes to hiring people, using assessments, but particularly, let's talk about DISC in terms of hiring people. I have one company out of Baltimore that all they do is they use the DISC for hiring direct in-home salespeople, and they use it with incredible accuracy, and they've been doing it for over 30 years. So they have a wealth of documentation that these particular patterns of DISC work best with in-home selling. So, you know, there's many different ways to use not just DISC, but a variety of assessments to help build ourselves personally, so personal development, build our sales skills, our managerial skills, our our uh, team building and our hiring capability. Back to you, Jenny. Uh, no, I, I love <laughs> this because I I wish back in the day now, so my my background, my degree is in psychology. And I I vaguely remember covering DISC as one of the personality styles back in the day. So, you know, I graduated from college more than 20 years ago. So we were still giving all those assessments on paper. So I learned how to give all those assessments. I learned how to do the Myers-Briggs, the DISC, the the Woodcock-Johnson, like all the different assessments, intelligence, emotional, personality, like all of them on paper back in the day. And I wish I had this level of knowledge for personality styles when I was active in my own direct sales business. Now, I think a lot of it, I tended to intuitive. I, I naturally started figuring some of this out. And I think that's true for a lot of people. But I think if they can begin to understand the personality styles that are out there. Now, I know in the world of, of MLM, Tom Schreider, Big Al Schreider, wrote a book called The Four Color Personalities of MLM. And interestingly enough, they sound a lot like DISC. <laughs> but the colors are mismatched to the what, what DISC puts out there. But here's the thing. The descriptions of the four personalities are essentially the same. And he says a lot of the same stuff. And I think it's very helpful for people to understand, like you said, not only their own personality, but then to also go ahead and begin to understand the personalities of those around them. So these are your team members in direct sales and MLM. So can you share with us maybe a couple of ways that someone could use to quickly identify someone's primary personality style within a few minutes of conversation? Is there a way? Are there ways? I mean, I know there are, but I want to hear it from Dr. Tony. <laughs> How, 
how can right. how can someone quickly identify a personality style? Okay, so just one thing, Jenny, I sent you a link. You might want to test it out, make sure it works. But this is a link you can share with your listeners. And part of the, the video actually gets into all the specifics of how do you identify somebody without having them take the assessment. Mm. But there is, there is a, a quicker way to get a dominant pattern. And that is to make two simple either or decisions when we're dealing with people. Decision, and I'm, I'm going to say decision one and two, but it doesn't have to be one and two. It could be two and one or whatever. All right. First decision is the person that I'm dealing with, whether it's face-to-face, whether it's on a Zoom meeting, whether it's on the telephone, exhibiting more open or guarded behavior. And decision two is the person exhibiting more direct or indirect behavior. So there's two decisions, both either or, and they will basically tell you whether the person's primary style is a DIS or C. So if the person, if you say the person is more guarded, but direct, that's a D. The person's more guarded, but indirect, that's a C. The person's more open, but direct, that's an I. Open, but indirect, that's an S. Mm. So I, in this video segment that I just, yep. uh, I, that you can share with your I people, will. segment number two is how to identify each disc style. I mean, if you just want that one, that would be a great one. And it really gets into the subtleties of what you listen for, what you look for, because I, I break it down into verbal, vocal, and visual behaviors. Verbal, what they say. Vocal, how they say mm-hmm. it. And visual, their body language, if it is you know, where I can see the person. If not, then it would simply be verbal sure. and vocal. So. That those are the, the, the two decisions. Is the person coming across more open or guarded? Person coming across more direct or indirect? In fact, there is uh, another link I'm going to give you that you can share with your listeners that actually will help them do this on an ongoing basis. It's, it's really, it's a great thing here. I actually sell these, but I'm giving it to you for free. It's where people can go to assessments24x7.com forward slash communication dash coach. That actually is a way that you can look at how do I do open versus started, direct versus indirect, very clean procedure. And then it asks you, how are you dealing with the person? And it, it has some both audio, not audio, video from me giving you suggestions on what to do, but also some print suggestions that are even more in-depth than what I say verbally and on video. So share these. Absolutely. No, uh, thank you. With your, with your listeners. That's awesome. Uh, they're my gift to you. Thank you so much. I so appreciate that. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast right now, the first link that Tony, that Dr. Tony was talking about is a YouTube playlist that talks about the disc and it goes into each personality style and then also identifying them. So it's a great playlist that I will put in the show notes. So for those of you who regularly listen to the podcast, you guys know how this goes. You just click on the episode on your phone, scroll up just a little bit, and you'll see in the show notes the direct link to the YouTube playlist from Dr. Tony Alessandra about 
disc virtual training. It's seven different videos that you can watch. Some of them are, are as short as eight minutes, and some of them are a little bit more in depth. It looks like the longest one is about 28 minutes or so, which none of those is too terribly long. I mean, especially if you right. if you watch one of these videos per day, imagine how much better you would be after just a week in your own sales and service process. So, and then the second is the second link that you guys will find in the show notes is the communication coach assessment that he is offering for free to help you take a look at your you're interacting with somebody and it you're able to let him know do you know their disc style already yes or no and then just it walks you through step by step because I'm I'm literally looking at it on my screen right now and this is pretty darn cool so thank you I really appreciate you offering that as a gift to to my to my crew thank you my pleasure. And, and you know, if people want to contact us directly, well, actually, they should go through you. If they're interested in, in using the disk internally, just contact Jenny and she can set up an account for you and you can use the disk through her. Absolutely. Account. Really. Powerful. Absolutely. And so I'm going to I'm going to let you guys know as my listeners you will get a coupon code. I'm not going to say it out loud because I want you to go check the show notes. I'll put a direct link where you guys can get in there and get it for a discounted rate for being a podcast listener with a coupon code that will get you to take... You'll get a version of the disc. You'll get not only the, not only to take the disc, but I will gift you a one-hour consult along with that. So that way you guys actually know what you're looking at because the report is really in-depth. I do have to say, I'm super impressed with the report that everybody gets afterwards, but it can be overwhelming for somebody who's not familiar with the disc, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I want to let you guys know, if if now after listening, you're like, oh, I want to know what mine is, check out the show notes. You'll find a link with a coupon code, guys. And it's a very reasonable price compared to what most people pay me for this particular service. So thank you so much for helping begin to explain all this, Dr. Tony. Let me tell you, I am fangirling so hard right now. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> to, to Dr. Tony. I'm probably going to... If Facebook weren't broken today, I, I would have already been online telling everybody, oh my gosh. So as soon as Facebook is up and working again today, I can promise you I'm going to be up there telling everybody that I that I got to interview you today. So super fangirling you, Jack Canfield this year. I don't I don't know if 2021 can get any better. <laughs> well, thank you. My pleasure, Jenny. Thank you for again inviting me. Absolutely. On, so. No, thank you very much for coming and sharing because I know how much this has made a difference in my in my own business and in the businesses of my clients that I'm now doing this assessment with. So I so appreciate you for that. So all right, crew. I really appreciate everybody being here and listening into this. Remember, check the show notes for the playlist from Dr. Tony, as well as that wonderful free communication coach assessment where he will actually walk you through to see how to work with somebody if you're not sure what their disc personality style is step by step. So stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. 
You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.